Welcome to the Speed of Life Show, a podcast for busy professionals who have it all. I'm your host, Navneet Mann, professional life and success coach, speaker, and lawyer. Join me each week as we break down common issues faced by high achievers and provide you with tools and techniques on how to overcome them yourself. The Speed of Life Show is all about taking you from feeling stuck to being unstoppable. I'm here to get you out of the rat race and create a life you freaking love. So let's get started. Hi friends and welcome to a new episode of the Speed of Life show. I hope everyone's doing well and taking care of themselves. As always, this is your host Navneet Man and today we are talking about a topic that is very relevant and a lot of you may be experiencing, I know I have been, and that is overwhelm and how to overcome your overwhelm. So I wanted to start off this episode by sharing my own story um, and things that I've been experiencing uh, lately and what has kind of led to me developing this episode for all of you. So in the last few weeks, as many of you know, I really have been pushing forward, um, pushing myself and also expressing to all of you all the opportunities that are available to you during this um, uncertain time. So even though the world is going through this pandemic and unprecedented situation, and many of us have our daily lives and our routines turned upside down, There is an opportunity for growth in all of this. So whether you're working from home, whether your day-to-day life has just changed and your routine has changed, there are pockets of time that you have now that you didn't before have. So of course, I have really been helping you all see the opportunities available to you and all of the time that you can spend maybe learning a new craft, pushing forward with that um, passion project, Um, really leaning into your habits, or getting um, your own routine going, whether that means working out regularly or meditating regularly. But with all of this um, high productivity type of mindset also comes a lot of overwhelm. And I experienced that myself. So the last few weeks for me have been very productive. I've done quite a bit of work um, alongside my day job. I've been pushing forward with uh, my business and coaching more and, you know, really leaning into the work that I am passionate about, which is coaching and working with you all uh, in terms of personal development. However, all of the projects on the go and everything I've got going on has been piling up um, and mentally it's been weighing down on me. There has been a lot uh, in terms of my work, in terms of coaching. Um, We bought a house, we're moving in all of this craziness. Um, I got engaged. There's just a lot that's been happening. A lot of it is really, really good news, but it also comes with a lot of responsibility. It comes with a lot of tasks and I've been noticing my to-do list get bigger and bigger and bigger. So I personally have been experiencing that pressure to get things done. Uh, My, you know, never-ending to-do list, my uh, aspirations um, to do more, to do better, to grow as a person, to really utilize this time. Although that's such a good thing, it's also been weighing on me and it's created a lot of overwhelm, um, almost to the point of analysis paralysis, if you've ever heard of that, which is when you've got so much on your plate that you almost just go into freeze mode and you stop moving forward. 
Now, I caught myself before I really went down that deep hole because I noticed myself pulling back. I noticed my energy levels getting low and I noticed this overwhelming pressure um, that I had placed on myself. So I started to pick it apart which is kind of what led me to this episode for all of you. I've been talking to um, friends and colleagues and clients lately, and a lot of people are experiencing this high pressure and the overwhelm. And I wanted to bring this episode to you all today to talk a little bit more about what is going on. Overwhelm is something that can be both mentally and emotionally draining. It's all encompassing. It takes all of your energy and you don't even realize that it's happening. So even though you may start to see that you're becoming overwhelmed, it's really hard to know how to alleviate yourself from all of this pressure. A lot of times it just shows up as this really intense emotion or weight and we don't know what to do about it. We don't know how to shake it off. So you may find yourself starting to feel anxious, angry, stressed out, frustrated, irritable, or just fatigued. I know when I get overwhelmed, a lot of times I feel my body is drained of energy and I just want to take a nap. And that's kind of an indication for me that something is happening and something is changing that I need to catch and turn around. So a lot of times overwhelm is induced by our never ending to do lists. It's the pressure um, to be hyper productive all the time to accomplish more and more and to reach higher levels. And this often self induced pressure because we set ourselves up for such high expectations start to starts to weigh down on us. So, you know, in this world that we're living in, where everyone is working on a side hustle, everyone is trying to retire at the age of 40 and have millions in the bank and work this like laptop lifestyle, it's really hard not to get caught up in the pressure to do more yourself, to reach those higher, higher um, standards for yourself, to have a non-typical life, to beat the nine to five, um, the work lifestyle and have more balance in your life. You always want more. You see it on TV. You see it on social media. You see a lot of young 20-somethings, 30-somethings that are multi-multi-millionaires and you want to know how they did it. So you keep pushing yourself to do more and more and more. But often it's those feelings of not being able to do it all that kind of contributes to the feeling of overwhelm. So when we're starting to feel the sensation and it's building up inside of us, what happens is our body releases more uh, cortisol. That is our stress hormone. It starts to skyrocket inside of us. It starts to show up and um, trigger our stress and anxiety. And you start to feel helplessness and those are the building blocks of the overwhelm that is soon to come. Often what happens is when we get into this state, our body goes into fight, flight, or freeze response. So you either want to fight it and um, have all of this combative type of energy inside of you because you're really trying to shake it off and just fight it as much as you can. And there's this friction. You want to totally flight, which is running away from the issue, whatever you're feeling, um, you want to ignore it and go the other way. Or you go into freeze mode, which is absolutely doing nothing, just feeling so overwhelmed and 
not being able to move forward in any way or even acknowledge what's going on with you. So I want to talk today about some of the things that you can do if you end up feeling this way and you're feeling kind of stuck and the pressure is really getting to you. So I'm going to get into um, five things that you can do to overcome your overwhelm. It's actually more than five, but five seems like a nice number. So I'm going to try to condense it all into five um, actionable things and practical things that you can do to overcome your own overwhelm. Um, Before we dive into that, I want to talk about the importance of really prioritizing and breaking down your tasks. This is something that's helped me quite a bit as well is but when you're feeling overwhelmed, it's really important to take a step back and look at it from almost like a bird's eye view you know, like a 50,000 foot view of your life, if you zoom out and look, okay, what is it that's making me overwhelmed? What are the things on my plate right now? And start breaking down everything that you're seeing. It really helps you get a grasp on what's going on in your life, where you're currently at, the things that are creating the pressure. And it helps you look at it from a different perspective to really understand, is this something that needs to be pressuring me right now? Is this something that needs to be weighing on me in this moment? Or is this something that I can deal with if I break it down into chunks? And I want you to also remember is sometimes the pressure that we're adding is pressure that is self-inflicted. You are setting yourself up for these standards because you have an idea in your mind of how things should be. You know, I should be working out five times a week. So if you miss that mark, all of a sudden you're punishing yourself. You're being so hard on yourself. Or I should be, um, you know, working on getting that promotion. I should be working on my side hustle right now. I've got a couple of hours in the evening. How dare I sit and watch TV or how dare I rest? I know you're seeing all these gurus online that are saying that they wake up at 4 a.m. and they start their day and they're hustlers and that's the only way to get shit done. And that's not true. It's simply not true. You have to listen to your body. You have to listen to what makes sense for you, your life, your circumstances, and everything going on um, in your world. You don't know the other person's story. So how can you compare yourself to them? And why are you adding this extra layer of pressure for productivity onto yourself when you probably are actually achieving more than you think? And that's one of the things we'll get into in a minute here. But I just really want that to stick with you is that you're creating this pressure on yourself and the only person you need to measure yourself against is you. So as long as you are making progress, even those if those are baby steps towards your goals, that's still progress and you need to be able to appreciate the fact that you showed up for yourself and you tried to move forward on that day. You might not get everything done, but you're still moving forward. So stop measuring yourself up to these unrealistic expectations. That's part of the thing that is creating the overwhelm, that's creating the anxiety and the stress that's making you actually freeze and not move forward at all. So it's actually having a negative effect on your productivity. Um, Something I just mentioned was having too many options sometimes and just too many things to do. That never-ending to-do list creates the paralysis. Like those are the days you know you have so much to do, but you just can't get it done. You know, you know that you've got deadlines that are looming. You know that you should be um, checking things off that to-do list. You know you should be making some sort of progress, but you just can't seem to get into the mindset to get that done. That's the paralysis. Your brain is that overwhelmed with everything that it's on its plate that it's choosing to do nothing. 
because it needs a damn break and you need to be able to give yourself that space and the break once in a while and really look at your list of things that you have and break it down and give yourself a break if you need it like just cut yourself some slack and stop punishing yourself not to if you're not getting it all done so let's talk about um five of the things that you can do to overcome your overwhelm and like I said, there's a lot of information in here. So I'm going to try to keep them, um, kind of give you the five umbrella things and then break down some smaller things that you could do within those um, sections. So number one is acknowledging the overwhelm. So just accept it. Acknowledge and identify what you're feeling and start to notice the symptoms. So like I said, for me, I get really fatigued. I go into that fight, flight, and freeze mode. A lot of times it's freeze. I get um, paralyzed by the overwhelm and I'm not able to do anything. And that makes me angry at myself. It makes me so mad that I'm not doing anything to move myself forward on that day. And a lot of times that anxiety, that anger, that frustration just is so emotionally draining that I get so tired. I just want to take a nap and I just need to like stop everything from spinning around me and just lay down and take a mental break. I acknowledge that as being one of my triggers. I acknowledge that as being a symptom of my overwhelm. So I know what to do when I'm feeling that in my body. I start getting headaches. I start getting tense in my shoulders. And that's what the stress is coming along with that. Um, So I want you to think about that next time you're starting to feel this overwhelm. Where is it showing up in your body? And how? what kind of symptoms are showing up that are showing you that you're about to get overwhelmed or you're already there? And reverse engineer it. So you can start nipping it in the bud before it happens. So as you're coming onto that, um, you know, that ramp towards the overwhelm, you're able to shut it down and say, okay, it's coming. I'm going to acknowledge this and I'm going to make a change and you pivot. Start thinking about the thoughts and the emotions that are associated with this overwhelm. I really want you to pay attention to the way you're speaking to yourself. Are you angry at yourself? Are you punishing yourself for not getting something done? Are you telling yourself there isn't enough time. Start thinking about these little things that are happening in your body and in your mind as you're on the verge of overwhelm. And just think about what is it really that's bothering me? And sit with it, you know, take a deep breath, step away from whatever is bothering you and just acknowledge it. It does not help to ignore it. It doesn't help to fight the feeling and think it's going to go away because all you're doing is bottling it up and it's going to show up 10 times stronger if you don't acknowledge it and honor how you're feeling good or bad you really need to sit and honor the good days the bad days the good moments the bad moments because we all have them those gurus that you're following the people you look up to your colleagues your bosses everybody's going to have these good and bad days and it's okay it's okay to sit with it for a minute and give yourself the space that you need but just don't fight it because that's not going to help make it go away. So again, to reiterate, the number one thing is to acknowledge the overwhelm and accept it. Next, um, the number two thing I want to talk about is instead of focusing on all of the things you need to do and all of the things you should be doing and telling yourself you don't have time, I want you to try an exercise which One of my coaches taught me, which is really to ask yourself at the beginning of the day, what do I have time for today? So if that is um, working out, if that is working on a project, if that is, you know, 
if you're in the online space and you need to be engaging on social media, if that's posting online or finishing your content, ask yourself, what do I actually have time for today? And be realistic. So instead of always saying, I've got so much to do, I never get anything done, and increasing your anxiety, I want you to start your day off with, okay, what can I do today? And if I start now, I can get this done. Or if I schedule this at this time, I know I can get it done. And be realistic. Don't put too much on your plate. Don't say, well, I have to get all of these things done. And if they don't all get done, I'm a failure, which is going to lead me into my sec- in my third um, third thing that you can do. But really start looking at the list of stuff you have and reframe the way you see it. And that's going to make a really, really big difference in the way you're wiring your brain to work. We often look at a list that's never ending. I just made a list of 15 things I need to do before we move. And you better believe those 15 things have like four other things underneath as sub, um, you know, to-do tasks because I'm neurotic like that. But I had to look at that and actually break it down. And instead of saying I need to do all of this right away, I had to set myself up with realistic timeframes. And I had to say, okay, these are the things I have time for today. These are the things I can wait until tomorrow or next week. And that's what we all need to be doing. Instead of looking at this overwhelming list, we need to be able to reframe it and say, what do I have time for today? And what do I need to do to get this done? Do I need to ask somebody for help? Do I need um, to break this down into smaller tasks? Do I need to start now? Do Do I need two hours for this? Do I need three hours for this? Let's just be realistic and not think that we need to do absolutely everything. Like I said, that leads me into number three. So number three is shifting your multitasking mindset. I know this is going to hit some of you guys really hard because I'm also one of these high achievers and many people wear multitasking as a badge of honor. Like I can do it all. I can do it all at the same time. And I used to be this way as well until I realized when you do everything, you do nothing well. One of my friends said this to me years and years ago, and it didn't really click at the moment as much as it has over time, as much as it has when I've realized that I'm always doing everything. I'm always wanting to have my hands in every single jar. I want to be as productive as possible. I'm obsessed with productivity. So I want to always be moving forward. But I'll find myself being on my laptop doing one task and on my other computer screen doing a different task, whilst on my phone doing something a completely different task. And it's nuts. Nobody can actually properly function like this because your brain is not capable of thinking of more than one thing at a time. You may think that you're multitasking, but really whatever you are paying attention to in that moment is the only task you're doing. And if you're thinking then shifting your mind from task to task to task, you better believe that you are dropping the ball somewhere because you are not giving any of those tasks your full attention. And that's that's a recipe for disaster. So when you are multitasking, basically you're wiring your brain to believe that I've got so much to do and it all needs to be done immediately. And if I can't do it right away and it doesn't get done, then I'm a failure. And then you're constantly putting this added pressure on yourself thinking that it all needs to be done right away. It's all super important. It's the most important thing. 
And there's no such thing as everything being the most important. It may seem that way, but if you look at your list, you can actually break down most important, very important, just important, and maybe not at all important tasks. So instead of being a person that feels like they need to do everything themselves and need to do it right away, be honest with yourself. What actually needs to be done right away? What can be delegated to somebody else? What can just completely get off your list? Not everything needs to be done. And if you look at it from that lens and commit, try to commit one week to not multitasking. And if that's too much, just try to commit one day to not multitasking every single task and see how you do and see how you can start reframing that as, hey, not everything needs to be done right away, just to alleviate some of that overwhelm and pressure from yourself, which leads me nicely into number four. Let's be realistic with our self-imposed expectations. So like I said earlier, you are only measuring yourself against yourself. So having to alleviate the burden of this pressure and being more realistic about what you can do, what is within your wheelhouse and your expertise, what can be delegated, but also what can be done in a reasonable time frame. Give yourself some space, not everything. Even if a task looks like it should only take an hour, be realistic. You've got a lot going on, especially in today's world. There's so many um, things floating around in terms of the pressures in society, the uncertainty, um, maybe you're being there for your friends or family that need you. Like you need to be able to factor in that life happens and not everything is going to get done in the most efficient way and efficient time as possible. So cut yourself some freaking slack here. And honestly, celebrate the things that you do well. You've probably come a long way, way further than you think. And for some reason, everyone thinks once they complete a task and completely check it off their list, that's the time to be happy about it. But no, I disagree. Celebrate the little wins. Celebrate the, the progress that you've made. The Reflect on all of the little things that you've done to, that have moved you further along to your goal, to the end task. And it's okay. It's okay to bask in that and be happy about it. Don't think, well, I didn't actually get all of that done. I mean for me, I'm trying to, I'm trying to become a runner. I haven't ran in like 10 years, but I enjoy running and I want to be a runner. And I'm using this app where you run and walk. It's a combination of both as, as you kind of progress through your, um, the weeks. And in the beginning, I was like, oh, this is, this is so easy. I just have to run for 30 seconds and walk for 60 seconds. Like I want to do more. This doesn't feel like a run to me. And I really had to stop and check in with myself. Like I hadn't done this in 10 years. The app is obviously something that's been tested and proven. And who am I to question that if I've already committed to it? So I started doing it and I'm now on week three and it's actually been God sent the way that it's built me up and my stamina and my ability to be able to run. So I've been celebrating that even though I started off only running 30 seconds and then walking 60 seconds and I had to do that for 30 minutes. It's helped me see myself in a different way. It's helped me see the progress that I've made, the fact that I couldn't even run at all before. Um, I was winded all the time. I have terrible cardio. But it's really helped me see myself um, and the progress I've made in a completely different life, light and appreciate that. And that's what you need to do. By no means am I a marathon runner. I've been doing this for three weeks, but I can appreciate and celebrate the progress that I've made because I know I've come and made 
um, moved forward in this goal. And that's what you need to be doing is being realistic with the expectations that you're setting on yourself, not being so hard on yourself, but also celebrating when you've done something right. My last um, of the five things that you can do is when you're feeling this spike in your overwhelm and you're feeling yourself get to a state where you know, the stress, the anxiety, the frustration, the anger or the fatigue are kicking in. I want you to just stop. Just stop. Take a break and do an activity that you actually enjoy. Something that's going to take you right away from all of the overwhelming um, thoughts and emotions. Go for a walk. Put on some music. Read a book. Do something that feels easy to you. You know, take a bath if you like to do that. Light some candles. Do anything you know, take a time out, meditate for five minutes. These are all things that work for me. But think about the stuff that works for you. And it shouldn't be something that adds more pressure. It should be something that feels easy and feels good to you as a person. But calling that time out and just walking away from the stressful situation often will help lower those um, stress responses in your body the anxiety, the pressure, the headaches, it'll all come back to neutral if you just walk away and do something that feels good to you. So as a reminder, as we wrap up, I just want to say that you're not alone if you're feeling overwhelmed right now. You're not alone if you're feeling pressure um, to be highly productive and you're just unable to do that cut yourself some slack. This is a really hard time. Uh, We're all going through many changes and so much uncertainty right now. And it's normal to have these feelings. Just because people aren't showcasing it on social media or on TV doesn't mean that they're not feeling it too. We're all going through a difficult situation that we've never faced before. So I just want you to recognize how far you've come and be proud of the person that you are and everything that you've done this far. You're not alone in your overwhelm, but I really hope these five things are going to help you when you are feeling that overwhelm, when that pressure does kick up. So let's just summarize what the five things are that you can do to overcome your overwhelm. Number one is acknowledge your overwhelm and accept it. So start identifying the symptoms of how it shows up. You know, take a deep breath and sit with it and maybe just focus on being present on the now instead of getting carried away of everything that you have to do. Number two, instead of focusing on all the stuff that needs to be done and telling yourself you never have enough time to finish it all, ask yourself what it is that you can get done today and what you need in order to support you to get that task done today. Be realistic with the stuff that you're setting yourself up for. Number three, Shift your multitasking mindset. Stop telling yourself that you can do everything at once. Stop wiring your brain to think that everything it needs to be completed immediately and is all highly important. Um, And start focusing on one thing at a time. And set your expectations to know that when this gets done, I'll move on to the next thing. But that in itself is progress. Be realistic with, uh, sorry, number four is being realistic with the expectations that you have of yourself. Make sure that they are aligned with your goals, who you are as a person, and your goals and tasks are realistic. And you're not being so hard on yourself. You're acknowledging when you've come a certain distance and you've made even a little bit of progress and you're celebrating that instead of punishing yourself for not finishing everything. 
And number five, when it just is way too much, stop and step away and do something that feels good to you, that helps you relax and alleviate some of that overwhelm. So I really hope um, this is helpful for you guys and you're able to apply some of these um, tactics to your own life or share them with people that might need them. I think this is just a really difficult time and we can all use one another's support. And if you're looking for extra support and you need more guidance to help walk you through some of these issues, please get in touch. Um, my email address is info at navneetman.com. You can also find me on social media, Instagram and LinkedIn is where I'm normally hanging out or check out my website, navneetman.com. Get in touch. Um, and if you want to have a chat, let's have a chat and break down some of the stuff that's going on with you. I'd be happy to help. So thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Speed of Life show. I'm your host, Nav, and I'll catch you all next week. Thanks. Thanks.